pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl, May. And this is your girl, Fallon Deanne. Alright, Fallon Deanne, so how has everything been going for you? Uh, so far, so good. Tired of the cold weather. Girl, so far, so you and me both. You? you and me both. I'm so sick. Listen, the cold weather, I'm irritated with, but I'm so over this goddamn rain. It's ridiculous. Oh, the rain, the floods, like we got, um, the floods caught it, caused like a landslide. So now they have like half the interstate closed off. And so it's like a pain in the ass because I have to commute to work. So it's like, <sighs> kill me. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's like the, uh, I can't wait till they have that whole situation cleared out and fixed. And so, yeah. But other than that, you know, good things, I guess. Got my tax returns. My money coming soon from the IRS. <laughs> Ooh, <what? laughs> no, I look at like, are you going to get a tax return? I, I don't know. Girl. I don't, I don't mind in like April. Yeah. It's the bigger end. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. You should you should definitely get one though. Hopefully. I'm I'm crossing my fingers, boy. Alright, so let's let's jump into these hot tops. What do we got for the day? Start us off. Like, I think it was, I didn't watch it, of course. I don't ever watch anything. Um, I was here for the fashion. Like, everybody was really dressed so cute. So. I'm so here for it. Let's jump right into it. Um, So, do you want to talk fashion first or awards or what do you, which part of the Oscars you want to jump into? You want to jump into fashion first or you want to save that? Say fashion because the rant on the fashion. <laughs> All right. So awards wise, um, salute to Spike Lee. Finally got um his Oscar. I will say that um I was happy for him because you know he's Spike Lee, and salute to him for that. And I loved seeing him and Samuel have that moment as brothers. Um, but. I I do think that's one of my issues with the Oscars and their recognition of black movies, um, and just any any you know in anything black, there's always kind of a caveat to it. Like it's uh, the same way Denzel had to you know be a crooked cop in order to get a you know an Oscar. Holly Berry had to play a bad mom. Um, I feel like the Black Black Clansman was a good movie, um, but. He definitely should have won for Malcolm X. You know what I mean? Like, that was, if you're going to give him an Oscar, that was the movie for an Oscar. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm happy for him on one hand. And then on the other hand, I feel like he was kind of hating on the 
came before the Oscars because he ain't never had one. And you know, he made this whole thing of like, you know, the Oscar only give out award every 10 years for black people, I guess, for validation. Which I'm not knocking him for that. It was his reaction that I'm like, you just went on this whole rant about what the Oscars do. And like, so devil's advocate because I've, I've seen a lot of people make this argument because a lot of people are saying that it shouldn't take awards for black folks to feel validated we don't need blah blah now I completely agree on that end but again playing devil's advocate as a creative I think that um, kind of no matter like I guess taking out kind of the black and white and race of it all, I think as a creative and just as like somebody who's honed your craft for a long time, it does kind of like, I I guess you kind of get a joy or an excitement to have that validation or that recognition recognition from your fellow creatives, from people who, you know, put their blood, sweat and tears in kind of the same aspect that you do. And I think that, that a lot of times, a lot of us kind of on the outside looking in, we don't get that part. It's it's, it's just kind of the same way with like, say, basketball players, um, you know, athletes, football players and things like that. To all of us, it's just like, oh, they're just playing the game. You know, that trophy don't mean, you know what I'm saying? They getting paid millions of dollars. Why do they whine or complain about it's just a game? But to them, it's a culmination of everything that they've kind of put you know what I'm saying? Kind of all the work that they put in, all the late nights, all the times on the court. You know what I mean? So I think that that's, for me, I guess, as, as a creative, I kind of, that part of my brain is like, okay, I get why he was so excited and why he felt that moment. Because for him, it was a culmination. For them, I mean, as much as we, you know, say awards don't matter, at the end of the day, for actors and actresses, Oscars are there you know, culmination, that's their, uh, their Lombardi trophy, that's their, uh, you know, their, uh, what is the one that the, that the, um, the NBA ones, shit, I can't remember right now, but that's, you know, that's their, their championship, so, um, I, I, I can, I can get, kind of get it from that aspect of it, but I, like I said, I also get the other side of where people are saying, well, black folks, we don't need anybody's validation. It should be good enough for us. You know what I mean? Just between us, if, for that to kind of serve. And I agree with that part too, but I also kind of, just a little part of me has to take up for the creatives and kind of understand that when you put so much into your craft, it feels great to, have other people who do the same thing as you be like, you did that. But see, but that's like my issue with him was that before the Oscars, it was kind of like what I felt like he put that whole statement out, snub people or black actress or whatever that was going to win that night. Like, oh, here's your mom with this shine because it was a hashtag of Oscar so white and this is why you're winning. But then when you won, you got up there and was like, oh, my God. You know, so that was my thing. It's not so much of, like, I get, you know, it was a movie. You put your heart on. You got credit for doing what you love to do. That wasn't, I don't think anything wrong with that in the grand scheme of things. There's nothing wrong with people like white validation. I'm like, me, it's a fucking award. Like, you put it up 
at the end of the day, that validation, whether we like it or not, pays the bill. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get more money because you are Oscar nominator or Oscar winning actress, director, producer, whatever. Um, so I'm not knocking that. It was just his statement before that just irked me because I'm like, you, to me, it was like you kind of shitted on the people that, like, when you think about Regina King, if he won a one, like, oh, you know, this is your opportunity. You got it because of the Arsenal so like hashtag and not because of your good work. But then on the other hand, you can acknowledge like, oh, it was all the hard work that I put in the black plants. So what's the difference between you and another black producer, director, actress, actor, you know, so that was not. But it, Dig that. I dig that. Completely agree with you. I agree with that. Um, also addressing, I guess we can also, since you brought it up, salute to Regina King. Black Girl Magic. Taking home that Oscar. Um, also salute to the costume designer for Black Panther. Took home, uh, the Oscar. As well as, um, didn't they win for their soundtrack as well? I believe. And also, uh, um, there's one other one, another black lady one for as well. Um, there was costume design, and I want to say there, I can't remember what else she did, but she won for something else. Um, because I know that they won three awards that night. Um, so, but I can't remember exactly what it was. She, it was something behind the scenes as well, but salute to all of them. Obviously, Black Panther for all of us was an incredible, incredible movie. I didn't expect it to win. A lot of people were like, oh, it should have won for Best Picture. If you know anything about Oscar movies, I didn't expect it to win. It's a it's a superhero movie. The fact that it was even nominated, I was surprised by, so... It was the best production design. There we go. Before we jump there, I got one more. Um, is it Marsa Mar- Ali, um, the gentleman who won for uh, Best Supporting Actor? Salute to him because I think that's his second time winning. So salute to him for that. Um, I do want to come back around to to talk about that though because there's that you know there's the huge controversy about the Green Book. I don't think we actually talked about it on here, so I'm going to come back to that. But yes, let's jump into the dress because that sparked a whole <laughs> a whole debate online. And I'm with you. I have a rant for that, too, because I'm confused. But go ahead. Like I said, he killed it, so I ain't had no complaints. 
about it. Yeah, he definitely definitely looked amazing. Salute to um I think it was made by Christian Seriano, so it was um salute to Christian on that because he did an amazing job with the tuxedo inspired dress. Um and like you said, Billy Porter looked incredible in it. Um I also wanna say um salute to Billy Porter for just knowing his fashion and also um for because it was a salute to um the ballroom dancer i can't remember his name but it was a ballroom dancer or he's called like the godfather of ballroom dancing um and he uh previously wore like a tuxedo and it had like the cute tutu it was so cute um but so salute to him and and all of that regards as well but anyway, go ahead. Jump into the rant. Jump into the rant. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was just looking at a video of like how he just swung the bottom part around like darling. Life. Um. So amongst based online about the Oscars, um, one of the big things was of course him wearing a dress. Um, how it is emasculating black men. Um. That's one of the arguments how black women love to see black men in dresses, um, homosexuality agenda, homosexuality being forced on, um, I guess, mainstream cultural, cultural, excuse me. Um, so here's my right. With... <sighs> Homosexual. I don't want to like speak for people that are. I do want to speak up for people that are. No one is asking you to participate in homosexuality. If you are heterosexual, that's none of your business. Me as a heterosexual person, I don't care what somebody else does in their bedroom as long as it's between two consenting adults. Now, there's older people that. That's something totally different. But if there are two consenting adults that are coming together to get married, to have sex, do whatever they want, this has nothing to do with Sally Dean. Because my bedroom has nothing to do with you or anybody else. That's number one. Number two is, with this emasculation, how does one man wearing a dress emasculate the entire population of black men? But killing
ya. questions that I need to ask or that I need answered right so first and foremost like I said Billy Porter did his thing he killed it he looked amazing um FYI a couple of things that made me confused one why were people surprised that he wore a dress considering it's not the first time that he's worn dresses before considering that he plays on the show called Pose and if you know anything about Pose Pose kind of celebrates um the underground, you know, gay culture, um, voguing, all that jazz. Amazing. Um, fantastic show, by the way. Um, so I guess that, that was, that was, that's my number one. Why were people surprised or why did it shock so many people? What was the big deal? Secondly, I, and I have yet to get this answer from anybody that anybody has, has been able to give me like a clear answer. What is the gay agenda? Am I like? Am I stupid? Because I'm. I'm seriously like. I'm trying to understand what is the gay agenda because I can't. From the things that people are describing, it doesn't make any sense. Like they're, they're according to them, the gay agenda is, um, you know, they're push, they're pu- uh, forcing homosexuality down our throats because they're putting it on TV and blah blah blah. Um, gay people exist. They have existed in the world for like ever, even before it was on TV. You had uncles, aunties, cousins, brothers, sisters, whoop de whoop, that was gay. I mean, there's been people who have been gay all around the time. So because now people aren't homophobic and they're like, wait, gay people just like everybody else exists in the world. So I'm going to add that to TV as it always should be. You know what I mean? Because chances are, if you have a group of friends, one of them is probably gay, or two of them is probably gay, so what I mean, so like that, that makes sense, right, you know what I mean, we could, we bitch and complain about how friends, on friends, they had a whole group of, what, six or seven adults, and rarely you ever saw a black person, as if black people didn't exist in work, so how are we going to complain when on TV now they, you know, exhibit, and they actually show real life, that, friend groups are made up of gay people, they're made up of black people, they're made up of Hispanic people, Asians, why, even me, all different backgrounds, cultures, you know what I mean, so, 
What is that? So that's why I'm like, I'm confused. What is the gay agenda? What are they forcing down your throat? Real life? Because it seems, it seems to me you're upset that gay people exist. Sorry, they exist. That's not how it should. I can never get a clear answer. Like, what's the gay agenda? Be like, well, it's because they're trying to make children that either your child is gay or they're not. Like, there's not, like, a, a, I mean, it's not starving world hunger. It's simple. And it's what's crazy to me is, and like, we've had this conversation before, that people are like, oh, oh my gosh, my child is worst thing you can think about your child being or even top 10 of the worst things like I got a whole slew of lists and all of things that I do not want my child to be and I don't think it's list and even 100 like I just I don't understand I'm like there's no and it, it just I don't like to be included in that lifestyle like one guy told me on uh, Facebook um, I don't want to be a part of it. Why are you a part of it? You didn't even have a dress on. First of all, you can't even fit the dress. The shirt. You can't even fit the dress. How are you a part of it? When they're forcing forced down your throat when you always have always have the opportunity to be like, you know what, I'm gonna change the channel. If and I'm not gay people. I'm like, you know, ever here and it's crazy to me how a lot of men can be fine with women being lesbian, which is like I don't even I'm pretty like I know it's still homophobia, but it's like you're fine with it being lesbian, but when it's men like they mean you have this they don't even want you. Like everybody else got a purpose. They don't want you. You got a hard enough time for women being attracted to you in your fair moment. They don't want you. Preach. You are a reason for everybody. So, and be like talking about that, because I'm like, I don't think they don't want you either. Like, you all around unattractive. And as well as the fact also, um, just kind of piggybacking off of that, um, I also seen um, where black men somehow turned this into a debate about black women, which amazes me. It amazes me how these things all of a sudden turn around and it's like a barrier at black women. And they turned it into a debate about black women and they said that black women are basically celebrating in their downfall by supporting gay by supporting gay men because supposedly we're always complaining we're single um that we're single women and that there are no good men left but it's because we're always celebrating gay men and and i listen and i i'm like huh i was like i was like i literally i was like Somebody got to make that make sense to me because how how is my dating pool any less limited by someone who is homosexual? Like we don't even we not even in the same dating pool. Like, I, <laughs> oh man, and then that's the thing about it. I'm like, that's because that's your views about how you view women that are lesbians. 
change their mind or they just need penis to bring them back over to the other side. We don't view it that way. We view it as that's their choice. I want you to be comfortable with that choice. I don't want a gay man. If you're gay, go and seek out what you want to seek out. We in the, I mean, we in the same thing because we're looking for the same thing. So, but I don't want him because I, there's not, like, I don't want you to be down low. I want you to love whoever it is. And as being honest, from past research, there are actually more black children that are born than females. About time you get to add to the incarceration, death, and all that, that's where it starts to get scarce. So, start with the bed. And that's why I know the people like black women are happy to see. I'm happy to see you living your truth. Preach. Black women have a large rate of HIV. When you think about it, a lot of them have down low partners. The reason why you don't use comments people is down low is, oh, you might not be gay, but you're definitely bisexual, bro. Exactly. I celebrate anybody who lives in their truth. Absolutely. He's happy. He's flourishing out here in these streets. What am I hating on him for? What am I mad at him for? Like, I mean, I don't, that whole thing is real weird. Like, I saw a dude on my timeline say basically, black women, black men, they love to see us in dresses. No, that's not it at all. I love to see black men happy. And if it's with another man, so be it. If it's with a black woman, black love is black, like, it's revolutionary. No matter what it is, I'm like, y'all, again, it baffles me because one hand, you like, damn, black women want to see this, but this is why it's not a good man out here. Well, why aren't you taking on the task of telling your homeboy or helping your homeboy be a good husband? Be a good father. Marry a woman before he has children with Why not that? Because that would be complicated for them to do. Why, why not that? Oh, yeah, why every late? That's a whole other dude. Black history month. Y'all niggas gotta stop. That's <laughs> all <laughs> Y'all niggas gotta stop. Like, with the bullshit. Like, no one is holding the gender. Like, you are a whole grown man out here. How's somebody gonna do No one is making you wear nail polish. No, so many things that we have over the years, we've progressed from it. I see men wearing pink. Now, y'all wear pink shirts, got flowers on. And there are some men that can and be masculine as hell. Like, masculinity is an energy. And that's why I just, just irk like it really man, don't make you gay. Having sex with another man or another woman and you're a man and you're that makes you gay. Absolutely. 
And just being honest, your homeboy that's thugged out, he, like I put on Facebook, is a download bottom. Everybody But do you believe? Facts. I mean, I just don't. I'm. It, to me, I. I. It's always. Um. I was watching Red Talk Table, and they did an interview with Don Lemon, and he, they asked him why they think homophobia is so strong or rampant, and they. And and I kind of actually agree with him. I feel like a lot of people who are homophobic, it's because. It's because that sparks something within them. They're scared maybe to face something that they have feeling feelings that they may have inside going on with them. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, well, otherwise, where does the homophobia come from? Like, why, why, like you said, why do you care what's going on in someone else's bedroom? Why do you care who someone else chooses to love? You know what I mean? Like, that shouldn't have any effects on you. You don't care what's going on in you know, your heterosexual neighbor's bedroom. Like, you're not out here worried about them kissing in public or them hugging in public so or holding hands. So why do you care when a gay couple does it? You know what I mean? Like, I, that, that's the thing that, that I can't put wrap my mind around. If it doesn't bother you when hetero, you know, heterosexual people do certain things, then why does it bother you when gay people, you know what I mean? Like, why does, what is it, why does that bring out so much anger in you? What is within you that, that causes that? You know what I mean? Uh, and you don't even think about, like, how women even view lesbianism or whatever. We don't ever be like, look at that girl wearing them pants and she got on boxer shorts. She destroyed womanhood. Womanhood, like, that's my femininity gone down the drain. No. It's her personal choice. Basically. Y'all, like, it be real live dudes out here, and I've seen women do this, too. He too fine to be gay. If he wasn't gay, he still don't want you, and what is too fine to be gay? What the hell? Very, big facts. Big facts. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. But from this debate, I finally found out what the Q and LGBTQ stands for. Um, Someone told me that it stands for questioning. Who knew? Because I had no idea. I really have for years have wanted to know what the Q stands for. Now I know. It's not. No, they said it stands for questioning. Like you're questioning. You're still trying to figure out your sexuality. I was like, I didn't know that. But, and again, maybe this person could be wrong, but I heard it from a couple of different people. So that's why I was like, maybe they're right. But. I will continue to, um, because I also, I'm with you, I heard someone originally told me it stood for queer, um, but then now it's like, uh, I came to this, you know, I asked again, all these other people were like, no, no, that's not right, just stands for questioning, like you're still questioning your sexuality and blah, 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 and you're trying to figure things out. I was like, oh, well, okay. I was like, well, so either one, I guess, I don't know, but apparently that's what they say it stands for is questioning. I don't get it either. It's, it's definitely it's, but I it's definitely an in, interesting debate. Um, it's a debate that I, you know, I think continuing 
needs to continue to happen, though, because I think the more that people talk about things, the more that we can kind of start getting over the stereotypes and all of the the things that keep us separate and divided. Um, Because I just, especially within our own community, um, you know, as we, as you and I both know, homophobia is so deeply ingrained within the black community. It's absolutely ridiculous. Some of the people, some of the best people that I think a lot of us have known in our lives have some of the most deep-rooted homophobic views and ways. And so it's just, it, it makes you, it makes you as, as a person, it makes you sad because you're like, this is somebody that I love and care about so deeply. And to see them carry this type of anger and hatred towards something that they don't understand you know, it makes you sad. So it, it makes you want to have these type of conversations and talk about these things because you, I, like I said, I just want to see the growth and I want to see people start to come and to come together and just accept, accept people's differences in their lifestyle and let people live in their truth. Let people live their life. Yeah. I do. Um, I and that's my whole thing. It's like, I didn't necessarily up in a homophobic family. Uh, we do have like people. Um, but I can definitely remember like some people being in the closet. Like, I do remember like one, um, my cousin, the name was his brother, it was like really homophobic. But um, yeah, so that's the reason why I just don't get it because I'm like, it ain't no to me. I just don't like saying public display of affection, especially amongst other people. Like, that's what hurts me. But, I'm, so, I'm such an offender. Look, I'm such an offender of that. Because I love, like, holding hands and things of that nature. I love to hold hands. I think it's, like, the cutest thing ever. So, I'm, I'm the worst offender of that. I will say that I don't kiss often in public just because I feel like kissing is so intimate and I don't like people to look at me. Um, I'm a little shy in that way. Isn't that weird? (laughs) I'm so strange. But yes. But like holding hands and hugs and like embraces and like, you know, put your arms around my waist and things. Stuff like that. That's cute to me. But like. I am very shy about kissing in public. I probably at my wedding, I'll probably be like, put my little hand up and like, don't look at me. Anywho, look, we didn't jump all the way up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> me too. Oh. Um, I do want to, well, um, and I think we had like the lighter subject it is Trayvon Martin's birthday. So, um, is it his birthday or is it the oh, no, wait, the you. anniversary of when he passed? Yeah, and I always get it mixed up in the reasons because it took them so get dang all along to freaking prosecute. Yep. Seven years of his passing. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so 
it's definitely um it's one of those things that we will like you said we will never forget we'll never kind of forget kind of the the movement that it, the I guess the I, I won't say that a movement that it sparked I guess the re-energy in the movement that it sparked because I definitely think that it did re-energize the movement and it really did kind of kind of bring I would say for the better it brought up about a lot of younger people who I guess were kind of complacent who weren't kind of really focused on um, our people and our mo- and the movement and all that it kind of energized them and got we got a lot more voices out of it you know for better or for worse we got a lot more voices out there people who are speaking up and speaking out so salute to that most definitely yeah. Yeah. Ah. devil's advocate well, not really devil's advocate but i saw on the site someone said that she did a live where she pretty much confirmed that she's a contract girl so essentially a lot of these young artists they pay her to quote unquote say they're dating and then show up places with them and take pictures and stuff like that so that they can i guess be in the blogs or be in the media and I but I don't know if I would really want like like I said I, I, I'm with you I wouldn't I don't knock her for it most definitely but I just don't know if, if I would want like if I would want that to be like what I was known for you know what I mean yeah. like every every other two two or three days you popping up with some new dude, like, what kind of life is that? Like, I don't want to live that life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. She's all, and she all, and they always, for some reason, be around her babies. Like, I guess maybe that's the part of it that bothers me. Because they always be around her babies. Like, if if they weren't around the kids, then it ain't no issue. I'll do what you do. That's your business. But because she always bring them around her babies, that's what bothers me the most, I think.
the little young dude just ugh. <laughs> like, I'm with you, but I would not want to be attached to Soldier Boy just off the simple fact. Did you see the clips that they showed from him on Marriage Boot Camp with Naya Riley? Someone sent them to me. I didn't watch them. Um, <laughs> Girl, watch them clips because. Like, literally, like, I was sitting and, like, when I seen the clips, I was like, first and foremost, who is her family? Because if if I'm her family or if I'm somebody who loves her, nah, bruh. It would never, the way he speaks to her is some of the, it's like the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Like, I some of the most disgusting just behavior I've ever seen from a man and the fact that he does that on television can you imagine what must have went on behind closed doors you know what I mean like the the abusive things that he says to her on tv on camera like it's scary to think what he must say to her uh must have been saying to her behind closed doors like scary Absolutely doing the most. But you know he finna drop an album, so you know he he ain't going away no time soon, unfortunately. Make it go away. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he finna ride that way. Make it go away, girl. I just don't know what drugs he's doing. I don't know if it's like pills, cocaine, okay. I don't know. It's probably, he probably popping pills. That's what all all of them folks are doing now. They popping pills. So I, I guarantee he probably on some pills, probably has some lean, mixing, mixing the two. Tragic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ugh. Did you see? No, he made a like a diss. I, of course, I didn't listen to it. But I'm like, bro, what's your deal with Tizzle? Like, why didn't do nothing to you? But listen, though, on that note, did you hear Tiger Bars on that? That, um, that Thadiana remix that he did? That little freestyle yeah. that he, oh. Listen, I was like, hold on now. I, I mean, I remember Tiger, I remember Tiger had a little bit of flow, but sounded like he stepped his bars up a little bit. He did, he did pretty solid on that joint. Um, but I mean, speaking of the little Thadiana remixes, out of all the ones that you've heard, which like your what's your favorite one out of all of them? I mean, I'm young, mom. Like, they're just right there. Like, I did one I can just keep listening to. Like, I keep listening to. She bodied that. She she definitely bodied that. She's my favorite. I I have to agree with you. She. She destroyed that beat. It was awesome. Um, even just the from the little clip that she put out on that joint was fire. So I just feel bad for the little. Well, now I'm not gonna say I feel bad for him just because of um the situation that he put himself in basically when he decided he wanted to to post the the messages from a transgender person. Um, basically saying, calling the transgender person it and saying it tried to, uh, 
tried to get me and everybody was like bro first of all nobody would have known about this situation if you hadn't posted messages and secondly my g there was a lot of messages on there um and we all know that you could all you had to do was do a quick little photoshop and delete which she was clearly you was responding back bro um that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> so you put yourself out there don't do that <laughs> Funny and look at you. And I mean, I don't know why people do that because it's like the internet is undefeated when it comes to investigation skills. Like somebody's gonna think of something that you ain't even thought of. Basically, <laughs> that's what I. That's what I, I but my thing was, is like nobody even would have known nothing about it if he wouldn't have posted. He posted the shit himself. Like, exactly, trying to, like you said, trying to be funny, get a little clout, thinking people going to agree with you and have a laugh with you. Nah, bro, now they laughing at you at your expense. Like, let us see all the messages and then we'll be the judge. (laughs) Exactly. Chicago PD pulls out a videotape. He's not. There's. He's gonna. They're. They're not. Um. If it goes to trial, then he's gonna get off. I'm sorry. I hate to hate to be the bearer of bad news to people because there's too many holes in the evidence that the Chicago PD supposedly has. So unless they come out with a videotape showing it or show, you know what I'm saying, giving us something, there's too many holes because you saying because they're saying now all of a sudden. Before, remember, there was no video. Now they got videos. Before, there wasn't no witnesses. Now they got witnesses. And what happened to the witnesses who said that they saw suspicious people? You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's too many holes on all sides that, one, I don't think they're going to be able to get a conviction unless he just flat out pleads guilty to it. 
um, because maybe his lawyer says that's the best way to go or he ready to, I don't know. So one, I don't think they're going to get a conviction unless that happens or two, unless they produce a video. Because at this point, it's too many holes on all sides. Um, but I do think that no matter what, in the public opinion, you know, people have completely, you know how people are, people have completely tossed him out the window. I mean, it was, it was easy for them because he's black and he's gay. So you already know, they was finna, oh, he guilty, throw him out, you know, with the bathwater. Um, cause a lot of people are like, well, this ain't gonna do nothing for him. All he gotta do, even if he wanted to, just go to rehab or something, blah, blah, and he'll be back. I was like, nope, he black and he gay. I said, he don't have white privilege. I said, going to rehab and all that shit may work for white people, but he don't have that privilege. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He not gonna, <laughs> Say okay, you have a but I mean people do redeem R. Kelly, but it's be different for other people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I I don't see I don't see that happening for him, unfortunately, unless it it comes out that it was like a setup or something like that, or really did unless he can prove without a shadow of a doubt that he isn't that he didn't have anything to do with it. People have already convicted him, and he don't even have to have a trial. So. Um, in the court of public opinion, he's done, um, as far as that is concerned, it don't matter what comes out, um, like I said, unless there's some sort sort of crazy conspiracy evidence that comes out, he done on that side and, and vice versa, unless the cops can produce, like I said, produce a video showing something. I really feel like with the FBI coming out and saying that, nah, he didn't have nothing to do with that letter, bro, y'all kind of jumped the gun on this. Um, that that check and stuff ain't adding up. I'm not sure where this evidence is coming from. Like the FBI, you know what I'm saying? Like that's poking holes in it too. That I don't think they're gonna be able to get a solid conviction either. So either way, well, you know what? I ain't gonna find it. I'm turn out girl because i don't know yet we shall see <laughs> um in other cook county news oh i hate this nigga like <laughs> 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 very, 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 that's a strong emotion but i really do like um r kelly was charged um this week with 10 counts uh, sexual abuse. Um, and for all, it's after trying to post his bond, a bail, whatever. Y'all trifling and some aid. Like, ugh. Like, what 
And did you see the the woman who actually posted the bail, the statement that she released after she after her name after you know obviously because it's it's public record when somebody posts bond you can find the information. So they found the name of the young lady or the woman I don't know if she's young or not who posted his bail and she decided she wanted to give an interview and. When I say, like, it was the most, like, really, sis? Really? Well, it wasn't my money. I ain't gonna say it was my money or his money. It wasn't none of our money. He does have the money, though, and um, he my friend, so if my friend say he innocent, then he innocent. I don't support no pedophiles, but he my friend. He said he innocent, so he innocent. And really, sis? Like... Really? <laughs> I just look. I can't. Like I. That's what. I, what I. I can't with y'all. Like I just. I give up. Cause y'all just. Woo. That is Exactly. Why was that? Why was all of that not? Why is all of that not enough for y'all? That's the only thing that I've never understood. Why is that not enough for y'all? Why? And why is it that we, y'all make all these excuses and throw up all of this stuff? It look. I, I can't look. I'm, I'm finna go back into them circles. Let me talk, let me not let me run it back because I ain't even jump in that circle again. But just woo. First, and can I just say, DL Hughley? I'm so disgusted by you. Throw you away, sir. I'm so disgusted by you. Like, if if uh, if you if I if I see one more time, did you see the little quote where he was like, if R. Kelly was a regular pedophile and instead of a cat, or if he was a regular pedophile? Oh no, I'm sorry. If he was a Catholic priest instead of a regular pedophile, he would he wouldn't even been brought up on charges. I was like, what, nigga? I was like, are you kidding me right now? You are all this separation from whiteness. Um, You have all these things about white privilege, racism, and all that. But your meter for punishment or even redemption is whiteness. Like, how does that work? Exactly. And even when you, you know, like, you can't necessarily, again, that goes to, at least their victims are believed. Because everybody that came out against the Catholic priest, I know that I said, number one's lying. Facts. Number two is we've seen documentary amongst doctors because how do a lot of people know about it? It's so much information out there. Um, and I'm not giving the Catholic Church credit for nothing. I know what they're doing now, but they are saying and acknowledging we have an issue. I don't know really what they're going to combat the issue because I don't follow it like that. 
But they're saying that we have an issue. We won't even get to that point to be like, you know what? We got an issue. So if you don't judge anything, and you level of whiteness the same thing that you quote unquote you dislike or you have an issue with. I just don't understand how that's a benchmark to be like because Catholic white priests got away with it then and to get away and no one can answer that whenever they bring it up I'm like so advocating for example are you advocating that because white priests got away with it that our Kelly should too or we should be quiet about it because white priests is quiet about it we should have a documentary about it because they don't have a documentary what exactly are we being what exactly are you, you doing this for why are you bringing up Charlie Shane like, help me out. Because before I killed you had no issue with Charlie Shane. You still not advocate for the women that he slept with that said they didn't sign a disclosure agreement. They didn't know that he was infected with HIV. You still not advocate for them. You just bring it up to deflect from our Kelly. Facts. You're still not advocating for little boys in the Catholic Church. You're still not advocating amongst other victims of seventh heaven or people uh, michael jackson because that's another thing that baffles me like you would throw away to save your favorite you would then chop another black man unless by making the argument that the black men are drag but because he's your favorite you would throw another black man on the bus and i'm like and, uh this uh, a black man so what about the black girls that he brought down that are dealing with depression, anxiety, PTSD? What about those? Big facts. But they're not going to be able to answer them questions. They're not going to be able to answer them questions, girl. I'm just... Y'all make me think like the more and more I think about life when people are like, we gotta come together and unite. <laughs> Can we kick some of y'all out first? <laughs> right. I got I Big face. questions on that too so say that one for relationships but um my last the last topic that i want to bring up um because starting next week we're going to start kind of talking about um jada pickett show red uh table talk because it's got some pretty interesting topics that we kind of want to bring to the audience and bring up with the audience and just some just some interesting feedback and some openness that we don't normally get to see kind of from I guess, uh, celebrities and entertainers and yada, yada, yada. Um, so, uh, on this past week, they did one with Wale and Justin, 
I forgot his last name, but he's from the show Jane the Virgin on CW, if you check it out. And they were talking about love and what love is and what love means to you. Um, so we're going to jump in. We're going to talk more about that after because Fallon hasn't gotten a chance to watch it. So we're going to talk more about that later. But I just wanted to also mention that tomorrow, well, wait, no, Friday, they're um, going to be having Jordan, uh, Jordan Wood, Woods, yeah. Is her name Woods? Last name Woods? Yeah, Jordan Woods on there, and she's supposedly telling her side of the story um, as far as the whole Tristan Thompson, Khloe Kardashian stuff goes. So uh, I'm going to tune into that one because I just want to see if she's going to be, if she's going to keep it a buck. Is she going to be, is she going to say, yo, they trying to play me? Like, I'm um, this, this, and that. Um, kind of put me up there for ratings or. Did it really happen? You know what I mean? Like, I want to see if she's going to keep it a buck. We'll see. Because I personally think they plan her for ratings. Um, I do think they plan her. And she probably didn't think that they would. Um, but I also, like, I've seen a lot of people like, oh, she, you know, had this because of Callie. Like, bro. Her folks stayed in Calabasas with the Kardashians. That girl didn't go pick up out of the ghetto and clean her up. Like she's um she's Will Smith, Will and Jada's goddaughter. So that should that should tell people she don't she come from money. Right, she's well connected already. That's the like people acting like this girl like okay she bought her. A car is one like that. She probably didn't have one. She just bought her a car. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what rich people do for their friends. I'm poor, so I do poor people activities. Yeah, <laughs> you a birthday dinner in a nice restaurant. We can go to Ruth's Chris, but that's it. And we can go out of town. Facts. <laughs> big facts. Big facts. So. Anywho, let's um let's go ahead and hop into our relationship topics for the day. Um, I got two questions for you. They're both related and similar. Um, they both come from because I watched this show on Lifetime called Married at First Sight, and so <laughs> I don't know why I'd be addicted to the weirdest shows, y'all. <laughs> so my first question is: is that would you ever, like, if you, like, were having trouble finding love or whatever like that, would you ever use a matchmaker? A matchmaker? Uh, I would. Um, like, I don't, uh, I don't know if you remember, it was a reality TV show called Million Dollar Matchmaker with Patty. I think her last name was Singer or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, I would do that. Not so much you have to be a millionaire, but I would do a matchmaker. I, yeah, I could do. Okay. So, so to extend that, would you ever do a, like a show like Married at First Sight where you would let them kind of matchmake you and find you your spouse and get married before just step up when you step at the altar? That's when you're meeting them for the first time and like get married at first sight? That's enough. Call me fellow or whatever, but what if they do it? Like at that point, you can see the beauty in them because I don't even know you. Like 
to them. Like, uh-uh. Because I saw, like, one episode, this was a couple seasons back when the girl went house. She was, he was like, we haven't had sex yet. And I'm like, because she ain't attracted to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> That is often the times what they run into on that show. Like, the person isn't, they're not attracted to each other. Um, so, yeah. I have seen that quite a few times on that show. And I think people lie as well. Like, oh, looks don't matter. They matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get up with the person, you're like, well, I'm not attracted to it. You should have said looks matter to me. So, for me, like, I would, I would actually... Like, a matchmaker, I would be down for it. But I would have the caveat that I would have to, like, I want to see the person. Because, like, I, I don't give a fuck. Y'all can call me. Sh- I'm shallow. So, <laughs> you can call me. Sh- I'm shallow. I have to see the person. Because I want to I wanna know um, what they look like. And as far as the married at first sight thing, um, real life, I totally filled out the thing for the show and everything. But they told, but again, they totally didn't pick me because I'm shallow, and I told them flat out, I like. So if they ugly, I know I'm not gonna go through with it, right? Like, so <laughs> I just, big facts. I'm just gonna keep honest with you. <laughs> so hey, big facts right there. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna put it out there for y'all. This real life. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anywho, I want to give us some light. There's some good topics, some light topics, some lighthearted topics, some good laughs in there. Um. But I guess um leading into our next situation, um the Safari and Joe Button clip that's kind of been rolling around from Love and Hip Hop New York. a million times I'm like because when I first saw the clip like I didn't get what they were arguing about right and the, I didn't understand what they were you know until somebody said um till they actually showed um what's her face Erica Mena's response when she was going back like I wasn't even on the show what y'all didn't even know half of y'all didn't even see me there woo-woo-woo. and she slipped through Joe but under the bus trying to say that he was with another chick while he was there at, you know. But anyway, that's not my business. Um, but I just, I'm with you. I couldn't, I couldn't understand what he was angry about. Sin didn't seem like she gave a damn that she was, at, you know what I'm saying? And aside from them being on, on that show, like out in like the pictures in real world, I've actually seen where him, Sin, and Erica Mena have been in, same places and had no issues so that's why I was confused like so what was I you know what I mean like huh <laughs> and that's why, like I didn't get it but I was like 
because I'm like, was she not show? She not show it, but I can see if maybe show it. She not show it. Even if he lied, I can see why he did. Because bro, you angry about some? I mean, it it, it ain't show it. And that's my girl, but your girl shouldn't even be worried about that either. Like, bro, you got issues at home. What's going on? Like, and she didn't look like she was even in y'all presence. So, what you mad about? Facts. I feel like I feel like it was more like a. I hate to say it. I feel like it's more like a storyline thing, cause yeah. you know, Love and Hip Hop New York don't really have the best ratings out of all. I guess the Love and Hip Hops, and not only that, um, from what everybody's saying, Sin and Joe are kind of boring on the show anyway. They don't really have a storyline, so. I'm I'm assuming that that's what it's supposed to be for, and I also think Joe Button to me he strikes me as one of those people who are like, um, who are like I guess kind of phony when they're around people that they pretend to like but don't really like. Cause I feel like when it comes to Safari, he's like, "Oh, Safari, that's my guy. We cool, yada yada yada." But it seemed like he always slicked this in Safari on the on the low. You know what I mean? Like, he take every chance he can get to kind of, like, roast him and diss him and all that stuff like that. So, I'm like, he kind of one of the people who, like, phony in your face type. So, I don't know. It seemed very, it seemed very, it seemed like Mona bit at work. But see, I would prefer that, like, bro, when your story, because I'm like, anybody, your time player. But when your story, like, Play up and it's that time. Move on. Like, don't stop. Like, don't be making fake drama because now you look foolish and you was already foolish from just previous stuff you did that was foolish. And now everybody looking at you like, yo, sit down, bro. You're too old for this. I mean, you're then turned into real drama. Because like I said, Erica out here spilling tea talking about you creeping. So I'm just saying, she might be out here trying to, you know, on the low low while you was trying to cut have mom to cut the check. You might have messed up your whole little life out here. You know what I mean? Put that drama on TV. Don't start no drama. Just put the whole <laughs> Basically, move on. I didn't, I didn't understand why they agreed to come back on the show. Why? They didn't have no storyline at all. Y'all supposedly so happy and all of this and that. Why come back on the show then? Do a drag, my drug. Got a notary, got a fame, and move on. Like, what <laughs> well, that's it for me. I ain't got nothing else. Mm. Well, it was a pretty good show this week. Um, thanks to everybody for listening. And uh, I guess we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.